Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to the show that's for you. Those of you that work so hard for your money and you're ready for your money, start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom and cash flow today, not 30 or 40 years from now, if you're lucky, but you want it today so that you can live that life that you love, doing what you love with those that you love. But most importantly, guys, it's not just about getting rich, is it? It's about living a rich life because as you're blessed financially, you have a greater capacity to bless the lives of those around you. And that is the ripple effect I'm here to create in your lives today. Thank you for tuning in, for binging, and creating your own ripple effect, whether it be through this or through your own gifts and talents. Thank you so much for joining us today and appreciate, especially those of you, some of our Wealth Accelerator Academy clients, thank you for tuning in as well because we love you and we'd love to give you guys the great benefit that you have. Guys, if you have any questions, you of course reach out to us at moneyripples.com. Hey, are you looking for another great podcast to listen to? One about investing and not only just investing, but learning about cool deals like investing in apartments that does not require you to have to be an accredited investor or have a million dollars. Hey, if you want to check that out, go check out my friend Lane Kawaoka's site, simplepassivecashflow.com. He's got a great podcast also called Simple Passive Cashflow that you can check out on YouTube, iTunes, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. If you want some great education and to learn about great ways to invest in other types of deals without, again, needing a ton of money, check it out, simplepassivecashflow.com or look up Simple Passive Cashflow on YouTube or your podcast app. Check it out. All right, guys, today I've got a special guest that I just knew I had to have on. So I have Teresa Todd here with us. Now, Teresa, she's actually the founder of the Women's Real Estate Investor Network, or REIN, as we were talking about before we went on the air. It's a 2022 Bet Inc. Best Business Award winner. It's also the largest learning and networking community for women in real estate investors in the country. That's one big reason I want to make sure we have her on today because I know that's been underrepresented big time. She's a real estate investor, obviously a powerhouse motivational speaker. She also is the host of the Without Fear of Her Future podcast and the best-selling author of the book of the same title. Definitely, guys, check that out. Excited to have her on today. Teresa, welcome to our show. Well, thank you. I'm so honored to be here. So give us more of your backstory. Like, tell us what got you into real estate investing in the first place. Were you born like out of the crib real estate investor or how'd you come to (laughs) fall into this? I have a really crazy story. So I had been in the medical field for 25 years as I worked for an ophthalmologist. We did eye surgery, LASIK and cornea transplants and all those things. That's what I knew for 25 years. But I had these three sons that had all come out of college and learned to be not in college, but right out of college to start investing in real estate. And so they were working together. They found so much success and they weren't killing each other. Well, when your sons are can do all those things, I mean, that made me so proud. I was just very happy being their cheerleaders, just watching them. They had really found their calling and their niche. And it took them three years. They kept saying, mom, come do this with us. Come do this with us. And Finally, I said, okay. So I walked away from a 25 year career. I was in Tyler, Texas, which is a couple hours. They were in Dallas. And Friday so, Night Lights, right? 
Yeah, I left my career, my church. I had a ministry. I had all my friends. I left everything at 50 years old to come learn about real estate. I had no experience whatsoever. And I'm telling you, it was the best thing I've ever done. It was the most exciting thing I'd ever done. On my very first deal, I profited $20,000. The most I had ever made in my career was $65,000 a year. On one deal, I made almost one third of that. And so it was just crazy. I was all in. And then, but I was going to all of these networking events with them. And especially, this was like in 2018, 2017. And it was, I would go and it was 97% men. And I love men. I mean, I'm the mom of these three boys and all that. But I was like, where are the women? And so I started the Women's Real Estate Investors Network. And I remember that very first meeting was just a local meeting here in Dallas. I didn't even know if women wanted to learn how to be in, invest, but 40 women walked in the door that night at the very first meeting. And I was thrilled. And I just kept having meetings all over the Metroplex, went to Houston. And then we were shut down with COVID in 2020. All of our live events we had to cancel. That's when I took it online. I knew then women need to know this more than they ever have before. And it just blew up. We were able to go nationwide. And like you said, I mean, we're the largest women's real estate investors network in the nation. We just had, we've made history twice with having the most amount of women real estate investors in a room. So over 3,000, then over 2,000 this time of just my students. And so it's just been a journey that I never dreamed of. It is just so much fun. So exciting. Why do you think it's, because I've seen the same trend myself when I go to mastermind events with different type of real, especially when it's like big seven and eight figure earner type of real estate investors, whether they're flippers, wholesalers, whatever, you'd be a crowd of 200 men and you might see four women, maybe five women. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Why aren't you seeing more women in real estate right now? I just think predominantly it's just always been the man's world. And I think women were intimidated with investing. I'm hoping that the Women's Real Estate Investors Network is turning those numbers around. But I think it's intimidating. But I do think that this is a season for women and that they are now taking more chances. They're stepping out. They're doing braver things. I see a bright future for women as real estate investors. Yeah, I do too. I I know like even early on when I used to do, I'm anti-stock type stuff now, right? But I used to teach people about stock trading. And I noticed even when I worked with people one-on-one, the women tended to do a better job than the men did. The men tend to take a little extra risk that they shouldn't take and they would lose money. Where the women were just consistent, they would make it work. And I don't know if that's necessarily the same I see in real estate, but I will say this, when I see in real estate, a lot of times you get these almost machismo men, right? Like these men are just like hard drivers. They're gonna make it happen, you know, that kind of thing. So I could see where that energy is different, where I'm not that kind of energy necessarily. I'm more of kind of chill and relaxed. Yeah. The one thing that I think that women may have just a little bit of an edge on is with negotiating. They don't go in negotiating. They're just going in, having a conversation. Let's create a win-win. They are not overbearing. And I find that women are, that is, they are really, really good at that. When they learn how to have the conversations, they can really good. I think they care. They're more uh, nourishing. That's one area that I really see women dominating is going in and getting these properties under contract. I agree. As you know, we we have a lot of listeners that are more on the passive side versus active. And even on the active side, we've got people, of course, are doing wholesaling flipping, but that business has definitely been leaner than it has been in years past. What's the strategy you're seeing right now that's great for people, whether they're active or passive? 
One of my favorite strategies, and I'm going to be honest, I say that about all of them. I love all of the strategies, whichever one is getting me the deal right now. But truly one of my favorites is short-term rental. And I have a little, my expertise is in what I call boutique short-term rental. And so it's a step up from just your regular short-term rental, but it's not luxury. Nothing wrong with luxury, but that requires a lot of, lot of hand-holding and it's a lot of work. But if you really want to be passive and make the most amount of money, I believe that boutique is it. And all it requires, you're going to spend a little more money. It's not even necessarily more money, but you just have to put a little more thought into the design, something to make it feel special with either themes or colors or something that just doesn't look like every other short-term rental that they are going to compare to. And then the other thing that we do with boutiques is we turn the garages, because you typically don't need a garage in a short-term rental into bunk rooms. And I'm talking about really fancy bunk rooms, built in, you know, not going to Sam's and getting a couple of bunk beds, but I'm talking really designer bunk beds, all queen size, so adults can sleep in them. And those two things really put us on the top. They stay booked out the most amount and we can get the most amount per night. I tend to bring in with that, with the bunk rooms and that designer look, a lot of bachelorette parties. Our little teams, like we're in Dallas, so we've got all the little sports teams that are coming into town to compete or something, or even big family reunions because they put all the kids into the bunk room and we have all the PlayStations and all of that in there. That has done so well for me and it's definitely a strategy that I teach my students. And I love to see all their pictures and they're all putting in those bunk rooms. That's really a game changer. Now, is this something that works, boutique ideas? Is this better for areas where it's higher population or is this just better in Dallas? Is this better in certain other parts of the country? Where do you see it work better. best? If you're in a place, because you know, location for a short-term rental is the most important thing. If you are within 20, 30 minutes of anything that's drawing people in on a regular basis, I think it's perfect. And I don't think it even matters what city because it doesn't matter if you're near an ocean or a lake or a tourist or a city or winery or whatever's bringing people in. Wherever people may come in groups, then these boutique short-term rentals with this bunk room is going to really draw them in. And they still save money. It's still a lot less expensive, you know, several families or several people to go in together on this short-term rental. And you have that experience and all of that with the shared space versus them all go getting their own hotel room. Is this something that you think requires a lot of money or is this something that could be done like rental arbitrage type of situation. Absolutely. You can do the rental arbitrage. You can do the Burr method where you're refinancing out. There is a little more expense in a short-term rental versus a long-term because you are having to furnish it completely. There's more expense there. Other than that, it's the same as a rental and you can use the same strategies of getting into it and all that. Yeah. You know, you mentioned comparing this boutique idea compared to like just doing standard short-term rentals. What's the difference? Like, what would be the difference? Like, just give an example of like a maybe a home that you guys did, of course, renovate or you started to furnish, but you decided to put those little extras in. How much extra money was it? And how much better return did you get on the per night stay, for example? Okay. It obviously to say how much more money is, it's hard to say because it all depends on, are you doing a one bedroom and how many bedrooms, how many the size, but I typically do a three bedroom, two bath. That's typically what I'm looking for. And then I turn that garage into the bunk room that sleeps eight. Now I can sleep, you know, 14 
with regular bedrooms and then that. And you can charge more per how many you sleep. Definitely bringing in more like that. And when I say boutique, really you can make, it's just not doing your traditional furniture. You know, doing some, like I have one and it's all like crushed velvet blue and and some funky tiles on the walls that you wouldn't traditionally do. And people may not want to live there, but it is certainly fun. Because, you know, that's how you find an, a short-term rental. You're looking through the pictures. At first, it's got to sleep how many you need. It's got to be in the right area. But then you're looking at the pictures. And I'm just wanting something that draws people. And they're like, oh, my gosh, this looks like a really fun place to stay. I always do outdoor furniture, outdoor grill. You want to make sure that you have some games. And it's just, I'm going to say, for me, a little funkier than just anything traditional. And again, it doesn't even have to be like, I can go get that tile and I can still get it for the same price as a traditional. So that didn't even cost me anymore. It's just different. Bright colors, always do like a barn door somewhere. That's Mm -hmm. still fun. Maybe a little funkier light fixtures and not just everything so traditional. Very standard. Yeah. Like you walked out of Home Depot. Absolutely. (laughs) I can see how that works because my family and I, we use Airbnbs all the time or VRBO or whatever, but we're always using short-term rentals whenever we travel because we've got eight kids and we don't always bring all eight. We might bring five or six of those eight with us, but naturally we're looking for that same thing. We're looking for space for us, but we're also want a place to be able to say, here, go have your own rooms, get out of our face. Because we have a lot of girls out of those. I love it. Yeah. So you would love the whole bunk room thing. Yeah. That would work great for your family. Yeah. It's really been fun. And one thing, you got to tell the good, the bad, and the ugly. We do, I said, a lot of bachelorette, a lot of bachelor parties. And so occasionally they get a little wild and mess up some things. You always have to go in and make sure they didn't break something and all that. Occasionally that happens. But there is insurance with the short-term rental. They usually, it's all covered. But we do have to just make sure that, and it's not a big problem, but it's just something that you don't have near as much with just a a traditional short-term rental. That makes sense. Yeah. I definitely think that the ROI on a boutique is worth whatever you spend. The time, energy, and money that you that goes into setting it up, I definitely think you see a really good ROI on that. Well, it really sets you apart, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And in this kind of market, I mean, are you seeing it easier to find homes to be able to do this with? Because I know it's kind of tough because people don't want to sell, but at the same time, people still want to have a house, but it, they can't always buy a house. How are you navigating this kind of market? Obviously, I'm only buying off-market properties, do mostly my own marketing. And so I'm getting them at a deep discount and going in and just rehabbing them. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I am not really having that much more difficulty finding them. There's always people that are in distressed situations. And Mm -hmm. so if you will do your own marketing to find somebody that's facing a foreclosure, someone that's... They've lost a spouse, so probate or pre-probate. That's what I'm buying a lot of and creating a win-win. They were about to lose it or they owned this property that they live in a different city. They don't have time to go in and deal with it. As investors, we pay cash and just create a win-win for everybody involved and then go turn it into a short-term rental. Wow, that's fantastic. Let's just say somebody's watching this right now. They want to be able to figure out how to make that work. I mean, is there something you offer that allows people to be able to learn more? Well, absolutely. I obviously have my book, Without Fear for Future, but I have a masterclass. 
It's also called withoutfearofherfuture.com. Just go there and you can see when the next masterclass is taking place. But you can find me at women's, R-E-I-N.com. That's women's, R-E-I-N for women's real estate investors network.com. And I'd love for you to check us out and I'll have a masterclass that teaches you all things, all the strategies, all about short-term rentals and all the other strategies that we're using right now that work in this economy. What would be some good like final final words that you would offer? Like for those that are watching this show, I mean, they could be men, but obviously there's a lot of women that are trying to learn and gain from this as well. What would be some good advice you would give them? Well, first of all, I just want to say you can do this, girls. This is jump in on this game. It's absolutely life-changing. I don't know another way. You probably agree with this, that you can make this much money this quick as in real estate investing. And whether you're playing the short game of just wholesaling and flipping or building that long-term wealth, rental, short-term rentals, all of that, as well as if you've got some money and just want to lend and be a private money lender, I'm doing a lot of that. That's the thing I would say is jump in, get a mentor, find someone that can show you the ropes, walk you through how this all works and don't be afraid to jump in because it's life changing. It was for me. And I believe that's why I'm so passionate about sharing it. And I want to shout it to the rooftop for men and women, but I'm especially passionate about sharing that with women. Absolutely. Well, Teresa, I really appreciate your time today. This is so good. So many great nuggets we can glean from this and definitely great words. I love your story too. It's a very inspiring story to see that you don't see many people that get inspired by their kids, then go do something and then completely make an amazing, completely change their lives and yeah. take it to that next level, right? That's really cool to hear. I'm so grateful that they talked me in to walking away. They helped me run my business now. I mean, we run it together. It's so much fun to be in business with your family. That's fantastic. Thanks for having me also. This is fun. Absolutely. Everybody, be sure to check out our stuff, womensrein.com. We'll also put the other links in the show notes so you guys can click on it, check it out, get more information because I know some of you are just saying, okay, she was speaking right to me. I know she was talking to me. I need to do this. Here's the thing, guys. It's like you can listen to these podcasts all day long and your life will stay the same. It's when you actually do something about it, you move to action, that's when you start to see your life change. So guys, don't just be a hero of the word. Be a doer as well. Go and make it a wonderful, prosperous week. We'll see you later. Thanks, Chris. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.